Yo, what's going on? Welcome to Premier Battles. This is episode nine of the podcast. It's been a while since we've done this, but there is no one else I could kick this off better with, in my opinion. Uh, go catch up on the last episodes with the likes of O'Shea, Pamphlet, Sensor. We caught with a lot of UK battle rap veterans. Um, so it's good that we get to jump in this with, I'm not even going to say a bit of new blood because he's been around for a couple of years, but someone who's really started capturing the flame and the fire behind him at the minute. But I'm also, before that, joined by a very special friend of mine, Bloodstraw. How are you? How are you doing? I'm all right, Princess. You? You made that really awkward for the audio listeners. Like, There's a big gap there. It's like you're not there or with us. <laughs> to be honest, hard to tell not with you anyway, so it's just me. That is true. That is true. But he's on time. He's on time, and that's the main thing, isn't it, Straw? <laughs> but our guest today... Anarchy champion. His resume, I just went on his verse track on, and his resume is very, very impressive. I must say that, bro. You've, your resume is very impressive. Yeah, yeah man. you've got a ridiculous resume. I've done a couple um, of battles in my time. One of the only battle rappers to ever come from the city of Preston. Is it a city or a town? Preston's a town. It's a city. It? It's the last city that, the, that was named a city. It's in the Jubilee years with the Queen. So if there's one thing you've learned today, Hey, I feel like salt. That. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. She thought she was fucking fuming leaving Preston after calling it a city. <laughs> fucking livid, man. But yo, Bizzle Bondy's in the building. Make some noise. Hey. Right, so Bizzle. First yes. thing we're gonna do, yeah, we've not done this with anyone. I'm gonna fire three questions at you. And I need Mate, these might not be these ridiculous. Stro was talking to me about these on Saturday. They better not be the same ones. Like, what? no, no, they're all battle rap related. Oh, right, okay, right, that's all right. Exclusive ones. Are you ready? Stro was talking some filth. Right, here's your first one. Hit what me. is the worst battle you've ever watched live? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I've watched, I've watched a lot of battles, you know. Um, that coming to your head right now, though, when you're thinking it, you just think you should have said it or not. Don't which be one? Which one? It. What's the no, worst battle you've ever watched live? I don't know. I've gone blank. I knew you know what I'm... I'll tell you what mine is. Well, it's one of it by far. Tenchu versus copyright. Yeah, right, that's a that's a that's a weird a weird choice. No, mate, there was one point in that battle. I turned around to Rowan and I went, "Why the fuck have we bought this?" <laughs> was that at uh, Ministry of Sound that? Checkpoint yep. two. Checkpoint two, yeah. But I feel yeah, like you're deviating from the question here, Bizzo. Quick fire rounds. Well, well gone out of the way. Mate, it's not very quick, this, is it? Yeah, this is yeah. not very quick at all. <laughs> I might need a bit I might need a bit of time. How long have we got? Uh forty two minutes left now, Joe. Briggs Briggsy versus Cole was a fucking shocker to be fair. I know terrible that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going, with, I'm going with that one. I'm going with that. Because you shouldn't oh, have kicked off. You were well out of order. We got three rounds out and it was clean. To be fair, I don't even know. I've never watched it back. So, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, question two. Would you prefer to make a whole room laugh or a whole room go, ooh? It's got to be the ooh. All day, mate. I agree. All and day. Final one. What's How did you word? write that question down, by the way? Literally, ooh. <laughs> 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 Cole uh, just said, Bizzo choking first question, I'm dying. 
<laughs> uh, for, like last one. What's the worst battle booking you've ever been offered? Oh fucking blitz in fucking New Key. Who, who was that by? Don't flop. Uh, yeah, I didn't That's enjoy good. that. Annie Annie No showed me as well, and I'd already so committed it as well at the time. Yeah, I was like, a, I shouldn't have done, but yeah, <laughs> it was a fuck. I, I still went to New Key as well, man. I still went to New Key. Yeah, I was going to say we spoke about this not too long ago. You actually still drove to New Key, didn't you? Yeah, I'd already made all the fucking arrangements and everything, and I was going down with Bowski. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a fucking mad night. That, that is a weird place. That shout out to anyone in, that's listening from New Key, but that was that was a weird place that I am not rushing back to anytime soon. I mean, it's awkward this because like your next battle is probably going to be New Key after you now. Yeah, Premier um, Battles New Key. Premier Battle of <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be stood outside the venue with pitchforks and fucking torches. <laughs> <Fuck sake. laughs> I'm only joking. I love New King. Right. Great place. So, first of all, Bizzle, welcome to the podcast. You did butcher the quickfire rounds. So appreciate that. Uh, yeah, thanks for that. You should have given me a bit of warning. Worst battle I've ever seen live. Well, it was yours, so it's a win-win. That's disrespectful. It's just pure disrespectful. <laughs> but I'll take it. I'll take it. Nah, Saying that, I, it... Nah, nah, I'm not taking it. I feel like that's just a, a cop out. Nah, nah. I can't. I can't. Uh, I mean, yeah, I can't. I can't think of any 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 bad battles that I've watched. Right, Troy Owen is saying, bro, a man running a kebab shop with a samurai sword. I feel like bro, that's a new piece order. It was the maddest. It was the maddest night in my life. I've never. I've, so much weird shit happened. Wait, it was just fucking. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember that. That's how. That's how eventful the night was. Like, I don't remember a guy running a takeaway with a fucking samurai sword. However, the 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 event got called off after one battle because a fucking mass brawl broke out in the yeah, in the bar. It was Bowski battled, and then yeah, it, Willsey was battling next, and then he was midway through the battle, and uh, it all hell just fucking broke loose, and then we all got chucked out, and then I, I had at all. I don't. You, you weren't there. I don't think. No, but it was, no, it was just. It was just one of the. It was just one of them like them little traveling events that they did, and the card weren't that big. To be fair, there was only about three or four battles on, but it was fucking. The place was just fucking crazy, man. It was, it was fucking absolute madness. Some absolute characters there. Some guy saying he was a major record label owner, like chewing me ear off all night, saying he'd signed scripts, and it was just. It was just. It was just fucking mental. The whole thing. I think it, I think the I think the battle was Scribs versus Willsey and it all fucking booted off like fully fucking what chairs flying. Crowd, yeah. yeah, there were about there was about 50 70 people in the crowd and fucking hell like chairs flying. All lights went up, bouncers <laughs> flying in, right everyone get out now. And we all just ended up sitting outside drinking for the rest of the night. It was fucking <laughs> it was it was mad. I tell you what off the back of this it's not this wasn't one of my questions but I I did ask a few people who this What's out of all the events you've ever been to? What's the maddest thing that comes to your mind that you've seen at a battle rap event? Because everyone's got mad little stories, aren't they? From like traveling, like I, oh, you know, I've slept in bus stations. I've I've got so many. That that I, uh, yeah that that new key one is is literally the maddest fucking. I so I set off I set off down to New Key. And it's a seven hour drive from Preston. So I, I, 
and I picked Bowski up from Manchester as well. So, so I, I, I added an hour. I added an hour onto my journey, yeah. and then I picked up Kruger in Bristol. So I went fucking sideways for two hours. It took me about eleven hours to get there in my car. Wait a minute. Wait, no. Didn't you pick Kruger and Erop or my trip? Yeah, both. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, they, yeah. Because they were saying like, hey, is there any chance someone can pick us up? And I was like, yeah, That's I'll do it. Not thinking. Not not thinking how uh, how far it was. But yeah, it was f- the whole thing was just fucking mad. Like honestly, like <laughs> some of the stuff that was happening, it was just fucking crazy, man. It was just, it was just a weird place. They, the, the amount of people you speak to that have mad stories. Like I had one. I think I've spoke about this before, but uh, I don't. You wasn't there, Stro, after the le- after the Liverpool event. Um, me, O'Shea, Calcium Kid, Double L, Cole J, Cole J was there. Um, innuendo, I can't remember who else was there. I went back to Old Shays and then I, I we was all drunk. Everyone was fucked at the event. I fell asleep on the couch and then I woke up to Raptor and Cole J arguing with Innuendo and Bobby Rex, I think. Yeah, and, Bobby. Then, and then I fell back asleep and woke up and then I'm not no no names, but people had knives. <laughs> and then <laughs> I, I heard this. I turned around. And calcium kid had a full one of them like jars like that big of Nutella, just with a spoon in the corner, just eating, just watching everyone else fight for about ten minutes. And then I fell back asleep on the couch, woke up, and uh, Raptor was just face down on the floor with that O'Shea talk about it, but with cat flat on his head, out cold, unconscious. Turned around, O'Shea was asleep on the couch with pure sick all over him. It made. That that was that was a normal night to be honest. I've seen well weirder shit in Bath. <laughs> it's fucking mad. You know what though? To be fair, like I I haven't really like stayed out after events that that much really because a lot of the time. To be fair, the the worst experience I've ever had was the whole um, don't flop fifth birthday weekend where I was battling Cole J in the top eight because. Yeah. The whole thing just fucking went tits up from day one on that. So, on we were supposed to be battling on the Friday night, right? So uh, it was in Leeds. Um, so I'd, I'd booked a hotel in Leeds for the night, and I brought a load of mates down, a bit like Cooper with his mini bus. And uh, <laughs> so we, uh, so we, um, we fucking we we went we went out into Leeds to this bar, right? The, the event started at like seven eight o'clock at night. Got yeah. into this bar and everyone was just fucking steaming. And I'm like, it was just, and the first battle of the night was Willsey versus P-Soldier. And then it was me versus Cole J. And then, then it was meant to be me and Big J. Yeah, I think <clears> you were on the same time. card, yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, so the, they, they did the battle, Willsey and uh, P-Soldier. And it was quite a good battle. And uh, I was behind the DJ booth, like saying, like uh, everyone be quiet, everyone be quiet all all night, and then we were just about to go into the next battle after a break, but it was so loud, like uh, no one was listening to her when he was talking behind this big DJ booth, and he just went, right, fuck it, I'm cancelling the whole thing, uh, the whole night's finished, well, like, we're calling it off, called it a night, so I was like, well, what's happening with the battle then? And he goes, oh, I don't know, and uh, I was like, well, I need to know, mate, because I'm. St- my whole plan was do this battle, get it out of the way, go go out on a night out in Leeds, stay over in in, in my hotel, and drive home the next day. Yeah. So then, so then they said to me, uh, so then they said to me, oh, we'll do it tomorrow. But tomorrow, man, I couldn't go out 
and get leathered because I, I was battling the next day. I didn't know when I was battling. So fucking next day, they say, just come to the event. And I was like, well, I've got all my mates with me. Well, right, well, you bring one, you can you can get a plus one for one of them and, and, and whatever. So I brought one of my mates and uh, drove to Lee Junior, wherever it was. And <laughs> the first thing I had to do was park my fucking car, right? And the only space I could find was on this, this hill, which was like, a, a, it was like an almost vertical incline. It was horrendous. And I had to parallel park by reversing up this hill into this space here. And I, and I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I was struggling so much to, uh, I was struggling so much to get this car parked. Anyway, I said to my mate, mate, I can't get this fucking car in. We just do it. So he, he whips it in straight away. No messing. And then, uh, I'm like, right, straighten it up now, straighten it up. And the clutch on my car was horrendous. Like you had to really push it in and you had to really like mess about with the gear stick to get the gear stick in you. So he's, he's got his foot on the accelerator and he's over revving massively. So the car goes like that. And then I said, put it in gear and, and just bring it forward slightly. And then fucking, he lets go of this clutch and the car just fucking slams into this, this car in front, right? And, and, there was a there was a like a student eating a like a portion of chips over the road and he saw it happen and uh, he fucking sprinted into this house and I was like oh no this guy's fucking this guy's gone to tell this car owner someone smashed into him so I was like, get out of the fucking car so I quickly got out and fucking drove around the corner and just parked it somewhere like completely out of the way so that was that was like my stress level through the roof and then we go into this event for for don't flop and we're watching the battles and stuff and I'm like when I don't understand when this battle's happening and I was like asking people like when's it when's it happening and they're like oh we're gonna do it on a, on a break we might do it on the stage during a smoke break and I was like all right fair enough like couldn't complain with that because obviously there's a lot of people there and uh <laughs> then I'm watching uh I think it was most prob you know when he proposed to his missus I think yeah, it was, yeah, I yeah. think it was that battle anyway that battle finishes and then I get a tap on my shoulder and they go, right, come on, come outside. And I was like, right, okay. So then they pulled me outside and then Koji got brought out as well. And it's raining outside and they're just like picking people and going, oh, we're doing a battle outside, doing a battle outside. So there's like people going, all oh, right. There's like 10, 15 people like following behind us. And then, uh, yeah, we went outside and it started raining. I didn't have a bottle of water or anything. And I was like, and then they just went, right, we're going to do this now, top eight semi-final. And I was like, fuck's sake, right? Anyway, got my first round out, which I thought was a good round. Uh, and then obviously Kojay, Kojay won the battle. But in the third round, <laughs> in the third round, right, I was in midway through my round and I was looking at people in the crowd while I was rapping. And they were all like looking like, like through me. They weren't looking at me. They were like looking past me. And I was like, what the fuck is going Like, Why is everyone looking at me like this? And then I hear this fucking set of bagpipes going off, right? <laughs> this fucking whole wedding party is walking around the corner towards us with these fucking bagpipes going on. I'm trying to tell Koji how much of a cunt he is. And it, I was just, it was just like the worst, it was the worst battle experience ever, man. Like, it was so fucking bad. And you can't even, you can't even see, you can't even see it on the camera and you can't even hear it. And you, all you hear, all you can see is like Bamalam like looking over here like this, and but he's like looking past me, and I'm like I'm rapping, and everyone's looking like away from me, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And you see, <laughs> with a load of fucking people walking through. Hey, Do you know what the best bit about that was? You were halfway through your round, everyone starts looking. You then realise that it's this wedding party. You turn to me and go, 
fuck this, I can't be bothered with this anymore. <laughs> Mate, honestly, I had no water. I was asking people for water and no one had any. My mouth was drier than Jesus' fucking sandals. I was like, it was just horrendous, man. Like, it was so bad. It... It's mad, isn't it? I always say, like, when you prep for a battle, you can prep for anything, but it only takes one thing that you just know no way of prepping for. Like, I remember battling Locksmith and the guy collapsed. Like, when oh, I shit, yeah. Him, <laughs> when I say, he was the guy didn't fall, like, he had his hands in his jeans, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's under his jeans. That was like Squid Game, bro. That was bro, like bro. that was like he got caught. Yo, his body his is, right? If you watch the footage, his body goes. He stood still. He goes wobbles for a minute, like you're shaking a bit of plastic in the wind. Yeah, and he just goes. <laughs> oh, he hit the floor. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, man. It, I, I remember that. I remember that. That was bad. I, I, I thought he was gonna need a hospital here. Bro, the, the worst thing is I thought he was dead, yeah? Me and Locksmith looked at each other on our initial reaction. We both went, wow. And then out of everybody in a packed out room, Raptor was the one who ran in and started putting him in the recovery position and that. But as soon as he was cleared up and took out the venue, Ro went, right, yeah, carry on. Yeah. Locksmith was like, hey. But uh, yeah, it was a good battle in here. And luckily Locksmith managed to pull it back, but... It's mad, like things like that. I've seen yeah. pure weird things happen in battles. The, the, the thing in that Cole J battle as well. Some they, everyone was like, "Who is Bizzo's hype man? Who is his hype man?" And it was this little this lad stood behind me. He was smashed out of his head. And at the time, I didn't know what was going on, but I said something in my first round, and he and I never noticed it at the time. But then I watched the battle back, and he's and I said, "Drop this, drop this bar," and then everyone's going, "Let's go!" And then and then he goes. Woo! Woo! And he's got hold of my shirt, and my shirt's like, up here, like past my head. He's going, Woo! Woo! And I was like, Who the fuck is that? I was like, I've never seen this guy in my life. And then everyone like started this thing on Twitter saying, Fine, Bizzle's hype, man. And he, said, like, and he was like, He was like, It was me, it was me. I was leathered, I can't remember anything. It was fucking, mate, that fucking, that, that whole weekend was just carnage for me. Like, nah, so, so check this, right? You know that hype, man. This is a genuine story, and Yunan will vouch for this, right? For some reason, Rowan didn't book Yunan a hotel room for the fifth birthday weekend. Cool. So I booked him a hotel room in the same hotel <laughs> where everyone else was, yeah. right? But I'm in the hotel room with a lady. Anyway, this time. Oh, time, yeah. No, no, no. no, no like it's, the first time, nah, it's the first time I ever meet Frankie Fraser, right? Yeah. Yunan knocks on my door to say thank you. Obviously, we're in bed. Him, your hype Frankie man. Fraser. Yeah, Frankie <laughs> yeah, you're Frankie Fraser. Fraser what? No, nah, so Frankie Fraser, the hype man, and you now come walking in. I'm like, guys, what are you doing? They then stand there for like two, three minutes. Um, Frankie's looking awkward at this point. Frankie's like, I don't know where to look because you can clearly see. You now then start spitting his bars because he was he battling on the fifth birthday. Was it disaster or something? Yeah, man. So, so we start. I was on the, was on the Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah, he starts spitting his rounds with this. I'm like, you know. Go. And then that, that was your bird going, say it again. Nah, so she was she didn't have a clue what the fuck was going on. And Talk then what's it called? Shit. And then this hype man was just like, Can I use your bathroom? Got himself locked in my bathroom fucking thingy for about five, ten minutes. So we're trying to get him out. And then all this shit's going off. You know, and walks out like smells like sex in it, just gets off. I'm like, it's, that's the first time I ever met Frankie Fraser was that day. 
I was just like, what is this? But like, the guy got stuck in the hotel room for 10 minutes. Where does Frankie Fraser come into that story? Oh, yeah. You, you, no, 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 no. no Frankie Frazier, it sounds like you're in bed with no, Frankie no, Fraser. No, 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 no. He was with Yunan. He was with Yunan the whole time. Ah, oh, right, okay, right. Yunan came to say thank you for the hotel room and then came and was like, do you, want, do you mind if I go over my bars? I'm like, I really don't want to go over your bars right now. And Yunan just did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you doing? That would have been a long time as well. That would have been a good 40 minutes, that. The hype man turned out to be Danny Jack. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just wheel it back. So obviously, I don't want to do the whole where do you get into it and all that. But just for context, Biz, sort of where did you sort of get into battle rap? Was he a battle that you watched and thought, I'd love to give that a go? Or was you making music and seeing the scene or what? So I got into it. I got into it via, obviously, like old school don't flop. Um, the first battle I think I watched was O'Shea versus Els. I think that was my first, the first one I ever watched. On that day. Yeah, man. Um, that, that, that I watched it on YouTube. This not on the, but I, I really enjoyed it, man. I thought it was, it was, it was class. I just, something just said to me like, I'd love to give that a go one day, and um, I then, I then went to my first event, which you were battling on. It was uh, the one where Shotty battled Disciple and you battled Pseudonym, I think it was. Pseudonym, yeah. 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 Um, and then, yeah, I thought, I'm going to give this a go, man. So I uh, I got into it via a smaller league in Warrington called um, Wrapped in Wire, which was run by Avila. Was uh, you on Wrapped in Wire before, Dolphlop, yeah? Yeah, man, yeah. I, I did. I did a couple. I did a couple of smaller leagues before I got to Don't Flop. I, I did uh, Wrapped in Wire. I did um, Get Slated in Newcastle as well. I battled Seuss in Get Slated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and then obviously I got my I got my Don't Flop tryout against P Soldier, which I won, which was a which was a really good battle, and I enjoyed it. And that was at Brixton Jam as well. Um, mm-hmm. And then I got put straight into the top eight tournament. Beat Tally in my first in my first battle there. Um, that was when Tally was like, there was no footage of him or anything, man. It was like, everyone was saying yeah. how good he was and he was sick and I had nothing to go off at, at all. Um, I had like a 10 second clip of him in a, in a highlight reel to go off. Um, so yeah, that was, a, that was a really good win for me. Um, and then I, I had Koji in the semi-final. I got beat to Koji following that yeah. very eventful, very eventful evening. What was it um, like going from, um, sorry to jump in there, Obviously, when I made my debut, it was on Dolph Flop, and I didn't battle anywhere else unless it was outside of the country. Like that, not even like a, an ego thing. I mean, was it like someone going from like rap is uh, wrapped in wire to Dolph Flop at that time? Yeah, that that was like like obviously at the time, Dolph Dolph Flop was like the pinnacle, and it was like the end the end goal to get there kind of thing. So um, I was I was absolutely buzzing to to be offered the chance to to do it, and. Um, and I wanted to take it with both hands, and I felt like I definitely did, especially with the P Soldier battle, and then with the um, with the tally performance as well. Um, it just it just went on a bit of a decline for me personally because I just couldn't um, I couldn't do the whole preparation. I was struggling with preparation for it, man. And like as you as you know, as performers and staff members, like life just gets in the way a lot when it comes to battling. Like people don't. People don't realise unless you like a unless you like a media outlet, a staff member, or a or an actual performer, how much it takes up of your time and your life and stuff. And if you've not got your priorities and your and your time management in order, it'll just it'll crush you. And that's what that's what happened to me. I I openly admit it. I I threw chances away that I shouldn't have 
ever thrown away in my life. I, I could have been, I could be, I could have been a lot bigger back then than I, than I was if I'd just stuck it out. But on the, make no, go on. but on the on the on the premise of that, there were other things. There was like I was I was doing it on my own. I was travelling on my own. Um, I was organising all my accommodation. I was like staying on, in hotels on my own. I didn't know anyone in the scene at the time because obviously Don't Flop was was a predominant Southern league. It was down in London, and I was up in Preston where no one had really any interest in it at the time. So for me, it was it was a case of literally just doing it all on my own, and yeah. and that was another thing that got the better of me was the fact that every time I stepped into a room in London. Um, at that stage of my like rap battle rap career, it was like I have to impress everyone in this in this room, and and I struggled to do it, man. It, like I, I I had a big focus on like I hope I hope this goes down well and stuff, and I hope my materials my, my materials good yeah. enough. And some days some days it felt like it wasn't, and it, that's what that's what led to like um, like all the all the mistakes and stuff. But so, what was the first loss you took? Um. First loss was was um, was Koji. Do, do you mean just in general or? Yeah, like like first one where it, it meant something because obviously. I don't yeah, know, not, I, I mean as much as as much as I'm grateful for all the smaller league action and stuff like I just class that as like my my stepping stones into into actual into the actual yeah, yeah. arena if you know what I mean. So, um, yeah, uh, the the first loss I got I had was um, was Koji um, in the top eight semi final. Which was going you know, about. you were losing in the battle as well. Well, as we've just discussed, I, I, to be honest, I just thought the whole thing was a mess, like yeah. from start to finish, man. I was like, if the if the I, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say like I would have beaten him if this this and this. Like I, I got beat at the end of the day. It is what it is. His he was his circumstances were the same to me. He still got pulled outside and had to battle in the rain and yeah, yeah. the stag party, whatever, <laughs> walking behind him, whatever. But uh, that was my first loss, and then. I, I want to say that my next battle after that was Heretic, but then I, I lost. I lost three in a row, man. Like I, I lost. I lost to Heretic, and then I lost badly to LSD, just based on the fact that I just, I just could not prep at all for it. Yeah, um, I didn't even know my third round driving down. I was literally yes, in the car who did you, going over. Who did, you, who did you battle in? Don't flop. He, he's no longer battling anymore, but he used to be really, really good. I can't remember what he's called. It was in London. Kid I've got. Yeah, Kid Verbal, that was it. Kid Verbal was fire. Yeah, man. And I, I fucking smoked that battle as well. And yeah, that I've, was a crazy battle. And then that was like, and then I thought, right, that's it now. I'm, I'm like, I'm back and settled and stuff. And then it just went straight back. I just went straight back into old habits, man. Like I was meant to battle Kid Verbal. I was a big fan of Kid Verbal. Um, I had to back out of it and it ended up being Kid Verbal versus Crafty, if you remember that battle. Mm. That was the one I was meant to do. Um. But just going back on the loss thing, because I think a lot of people, battle rappers especially, always want to talk about who they've beat and what they've done, whereas no one really talks about your loss. Like, you know, it's funny, it's weird that you say your first proper loss was Koji. Like, the loss I always remember was my Koji one. Um, obviously, there was a backstory to it and everything, but that was the only battle I've ever done where I've gone, I'm being killed here. And it's, it's a weird feeling, like, because before I'd lost before that, but when I battled Koji, I'd been on like a, I think it was on about six battles unbeaten. But in that six battles was like Soul Locksmith, you know what I mean? Like Bamalam. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, oh no, sorry, Koji was before Bamalam. But like, 
it was it was weird. It's it's a weird thing to lose a battle, but you have to learn from it. I think because you get it's embarrassing. You know, by the end of the third round, you're like, I'm if you lose, yeah. I mean, the, the heretic battle, everything was in favour of heretic because the event was um, a, an April Fools' event at Brixton yeah. Jam, and at the time, I was very adamant on I'm just going to do bars. Like I've no interest in doing anything else. Um, and that was that was just the way that I was writing at the time. So I walked yeah. into this this event where it was all like comical concept matches and stuff. And we were the first battle of the day, and I was the first the first one up. And my material all just fell flat because I think his he was very very good and very funny. He, one of the most entertaining performances I've I've seen. Um, and it kind of like that kind of like blew him to new heights, if you will. So he yeah. he, he kind of like stepped up massively. Um, but that was the loss where I was stood there and I was thinking, this is oh, this is fucking shit. This the heret the heretic battle was sort of. I mean, I'm just gonna say it at the time was sort of. It kind of defined you as a battle rapper for a bit. People were just saying the Preston Grime scene and oh yeah, how did that sort yeah. of affect you going forward? Because was that when you sort of took a break after that then or? Uh. I think I took a small one and then I did the LSD battle. It was the LSD battle uh, where I thought, Do you know what, like I need to um I need to step back from this now because I'm just not doing myself any favours whatsoever. Um the LSD one I prepped so late for. I was learning my third round driving down. I was outside going over my bars with Frankie Fraser and um he was like, Bro, you've got to get this locked, you like battling in like thirty minutes. And I was like, Yeah, I know man, I'm like, I'm just struggling. And then uh, yeah, I looked at I looked at my phone, looked at my phone during the uh, during the second round, and then that just threw me off. Then it's like the yeah. worst thing you can do that I think as a battler is is look at your phone because it just puts so much shit in your head. And that was the one where I thought, no, this isn't this isn't working for me. I need to I need to step back here and and um, and just like kind of reassess what I'm what I'm doing. <clears throat> my life was very different back then, though. My job, everything that was going on personally. Um, it was yeah. kind of like I was I was kind of trying to put a square piece into a circle hole. Like I, it, it was, it just wasn't working. But I was just trying to force it, and I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have done it. Reflecting on it, because it affected. It affected I'd, I'd, I'd have done better losing to Koji and having like a year or two years off or whatever to get everything straight and then come back that way. And I probably wouldn't be in the position that I ended up putting myself in. But at the end of the day, for me. It just it just drove me on more than ever to to be successful at it. I think a lot of people, a lot of battlers, either just try and persevere through the the shit period where the the con continuously turning up and putting on bad performances, just because it is what it is to them, yeah. um, until they get like a big name and actually do well against them, or you go away and and like and and really like sit down and say like how can i get how can i get better do you know what i mean how can i come back from this that's what i did that's that's the only no, way i could have done it definitely mate i think it's important to talk about as well because like because of where you're at right now you you've sort of been through the fire aren't you to get there which is mad like you know as much as the preston grime scene it's pretty it's an infamous story like it's it, it was viral. Yeah, man. well, yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm like that. That angle is is with me forever, and it's one of it's an angle that made a made a battler. So it was at my expense that they that they rose to the like the level of stardom, if you will, within the scene that that it was. And I mean, it's 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 
it's a fabricated story in a sense in the terms of how it how it was exaggerated and stuff but that's what yeah. battle rap is man like it, 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 you, if you're if you're willing to step in a ring you're willing to have angles exaggerated and battle of battlers will will all stand for that and all say like they've had stuff said to them that just isn't true yeah um but yeah it's just it's just part and parcel of the game to for someone to try and pick up a w in it i mean because i mean that, that round itself went pretty viral when don't flop was viral um but Stroh, I've spoke to you about this as well. Like when you had the Luna Sea battle, obviously that went super viral. You were saying like um, off the back of that when we did our podcast together, that people were coming up in coming up to you at streets and in, in at restaurants and shit like that and trying to take the piss a little Cinema. bit. I mean, did you have any sort of anything like that, Biz, where it'd be just said to you randomly or? Um, yeah, you, I mean, you get a, you get a couple of like I used to get a couple of like Preston Grimes in kind of kind of things, but like it, it, it is what it is, man. It like never it never bothered me as such. Like it, it's just it's just part of, like I said, part and parcel of the game. Like you, if if that's an angle that that's uh, that people resonate with, then fair enough, man. Yeah. Like it doesn't get said anymore unless Yunnan's got three rounds on it for the next month. <laughs> it's but, uh, kind of run its course, hasn't it? Like, it's been yeah. done. That's, that's another thing as well. Like, time, time, as time progresses, the angles kind of dry out, which is a good thing for battle rap, I think. It's like, you can't, you can't consistently attack a battle over the same angle yeah. without, it, without it going dry eventually. That's, that's one thing that I think is, is good about, is good about the scene. And, you can you can define a win you can define a win can't you on if someone's yeah, if someone's gone to a boring angle with it. So how long did you end up having out the scene then before you come back? <clears throat> uh, about eighteen months. Yeah. And then I battled, and then I battled Blitz when it was rearranged at um, at Fiddler's Elbow, and I won that. But it wasn't yeah. my best performance, and then I had a bit more time off again. Because I still wasn't feeling right in it, and then uh, and then I battled um, Lazy Ass Jack for uh, Code Red, I want to say, or Chalked Out. It was one of the two. Yeah. Uh, and then I was I was fucking diabolical again, man. And then it was just the same old story. It was just so bad. And then uh, that was it. Then then I had like then I had. A good two years away from it um, and then that's when I, I came to you guys for the academy yeah that, it's that important to step away though sometimes isn't it like oh yeah I was I was just completely damaging everything man like I was just my, like I had a good reputation to I had a good reputation for, for my material Um everyone said how good of a writer I was at the time and just needed to, to work on the performance a little bit it's been yeah. the same that for for a number of years, like. But um, I was just I was just not doing myself any favors by this under preparing and, and just yeah. letting myself down. And it was it I wasn't enjoying it either. Like I really just didn't want to. It was like it felt more like a chore at one point where I was like, "Fuck's sake, I've got to go all the way to London on Saturday to fucking battle someone." And it was like that, that isn't why I got into it, which is yeah. another reason why I stepped away. So coming back into it, I mean, you obviously came back and done, was it Free Will, your first battle on Prem? Uh, yeah, in Academy first round, yeah. So what I made got, you want to come back? Did you just feel like the time was right off? I, bro, I, I, when I first went into it, I wanted to be one of the best in the UK. And as laughable as it was back then, 
um, I still, I still always thought it. I still always thought I had the the ability to do it. Um, and it was just a case of getting everything right and sorting everything out in in the sense of of myself in terms of prepping. Um, and one thing I'm very very thankful for with how badly things went at some at one stage is the fact that it's given me this incredible fear of failure and all this, like mm-hmm. to the point where I I will not allow myself to get in a position like that ever again. So you'll never I'll never ever prep for a battle two weeks before and still be learning it on the day of the event. And that'll never happen. I'll I will be prepped for every battle that I go into because I know what it feels like to stand on a stage or stand in a pit and not have the material locked in your head and how weird and embarrassing it feels while everyone's looking at you while you while you can't remember what you're saying. It's the worst feeling ever. Any battler can say it like it's the worst feeling ever when you're forgetting your shit. And, oh, uh, mate, I, yeah. I mean, Stroh, you, you'll be the same. I've done it. I remember battling. You know what? I've said this a few times on different podcasts, but I always wanted to battle Mr. E. Like, he was one of the guys I was pushing for. I've got loads of respect for Mr. E. We talk, well, not as much anymore, but we used to talk quite regular. Yeah, and I was talking a bit as well. I was so prepped for it, like, un- unbelievably prepped for this battle. Um, I'd just come off the back of the Bamalan performance, so I had a bit of a buzz. And then um, I just went out the night before with Raws and Raptor, and obviously in London, Raws and Raptor. Mate, we got in at half seven in the morning, and then we, we was kicked out the hotel for nine, so we were just sat outside the venue from about half nine in the morning, dying of hangover. And I didn't even get, I think I got probably 20% of my bars out in three rounds, and it was one of the worst things I ever did. But like you say, when you choke us, that's the worst. I've had stumbles, but I've never choked a round. Whereas that yeah, was man. like, I think there's one round where I completely freestyle just to get some out. Um, oh, mate, it kills you, doesn't it? The, the... Oh, bro, it's the worst feeling ever, man. Like I've stumbled through rounds before, like just to just to get get them over and done with. But yeah. to actually like full on forget what's coming next, like the it's just a feeling of like overwhelming fucking embarrassment. And mate, it's you like, feel like every round to swallow you up. Yeah, my, a, oh, a second feels like a minute, doesn't it? Like even in the uh, Anarchy tournament when I was stumbled <laughs> against Aiko, it felt like I choked a whole round. And when I watched it yeah, back, it was less than two seconds, and I was like, "It honestly, it feels like the world stopped." Your brain, yeah, your brain just goes into overdrive, thinking, "Oh shit, don't, don't do this, yeah. don't fucking don't do this." And then next thing you know, it's like fucking jersey. But it's I always say like you can prep your material to an absolute T. All it takes is for that one. I, I think battle rap is the hardest craft around in regards to performing. Like an actor can say cut and redo the scene again. A musician can stop and relay the verse again. Now, do you know what it is, bro? Like it's like when you're when you're a musician, yeah. Um, you you you're replaying the same thing, and you, and when you're performing it live, you know that people like it in the crowd. Whereas yeah, yeah. for a battle, you're prepping material that no one's going to have heard ever. You don't know how it's going to go down. You don't know if your opponent's going to be the same way towards you, whether he's going to be better than you. You don't know how that person's going to turn up. It's a it's a complete fucking lottery every time yeah, yeah. every time you battle, man. Well, it's it's um... thing, though. That's what's crazy. It's the smallest thing can put you off. Like, I remember yeah, when I did massive. it, my biggest choke was, or the only time I've ever really choked around was at Lab, my first ever battle. Battled fame, I was killing it. Probably the best material I've ever wrote. And for some reason, we ended up switching sides before the battle. So his boys, or one of his boys, was behind me. 
So when he finished his round, his boy said something behind me. So I turned around to look as if to say he's a fucking idiot. Turned back round, looked at Fame, everything was gone. And I was like, I don't know anything. Because that's a, that's the that's the thing when you when you're prepping as well, man. Like you you you're getting into a flow where you know what's coming next based on how you're prepping it in your head. Yeah, so if yeah. something does happen around you and it throws you off, then it's yeah, it it can be it can be a bit destructive. But a lot of I think every I think every battler experiences it at least once in the in the yeah, time where where, they, where they're a bit under prep for it. But it's I just, just I just can't stand it, man. I just I just now. When I went back into the academy, I was like, I'm never, I'm never, ever getting to a position where I'm late writing. Yeah. And even if it means, even if it means future battles, yeah, even if I get offered a massive battle and they say it's in four weeks, I'll just say, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. It's too, too much, pre- too much pressure on myself. And for the, it's, it's, it's a, it's a lot of risk for only a potential bit of reward because I could take the risk of taking a battle and prepping for three, four weeks. And then I could turn up and do a really shit performance and get killed. And then I've not I've not gained anything from it, and my stock's yeah. gone massively down again. That's not that isn't what I'm back in it for, man. I'd rather pace it's, myself and take my time. It's about making sensible choices. Well, I say this to battling <clears> all the time, like go and battle in other leagues, go and get your experience up, but make sure the battle makes sense. Like don't yeah, man. Don't go and do something that has no like you say. If for example, for you to win the Anarchy tournament, to then go and do a battle on let's let's say King of the Dot. But you go and battle an up and coming guy that's got no views and take a loss. People are going to straight away go, "I uh, the Anarchy tournament was weak because he won it and lost to him." Yeah, this is it. This is what I mean. Like, like the title match, I have to be one hundred and ten percent for this title match because if I lose this title match heavily, it, it makes the whole Anarchy tournament look void, and I'm not, I'm not willing to, I'm not willing to undo all of that. I've beaten some of the fucking best, best names, active names in the in the scene at the moment back to back for a whole year. Like I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ruin it now and turn up and be half arsed against Yunnan. Yeah. Like Yunnan's Yunnan's gonna have Yunnan's got a serious battle on his hands and it's right like rightly so. And these are the battles that I've been crying out for for years. I've just wanted someone to like push me in the right direction and, and get me there with the right guidance. And like obviously thankfully I've 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 come to Premier Battles and and I've had that help and support from day one man. So it's, I'm obviously very grateful for what you guys have done done for me to help me help me like realise this potential, even though it's a few years late. I mean, I, I still think I'm I still think I'm nowhere near my best. I still think I could I could be fucking 10, 15, 20, 25 times better than what I am now. I genuinely feel that in me. I feel like the more the more I battle and the bigger the opponent you put in front of me, that I'm just gonna get a bit bigger and better. And I wouldn't even look at it as um being late, mate, like it's the timing's just right now, that's all it is. Like, there's that, and, there's that, and I have been on this, I, like, people can call it, like, a flop or whatever, but it, that's part of the journey at the end of the day. Yeah, and if I, had, if I hadn't have gone through all of that shit where I thought, what the fuck am I doing with myself? And yeah. I wouldn't have ever got to this point because I could have been a, a, a card filler battle rapper for the last 10 years where no one really wants to fucking, no one goes out of the way to get a ticket to watch it, but, they're just like, oh yeah, he's battling. I'll go and watch that. Here's yeah. a question. Do you know what I mean? One one question I've always wanted to ask you is, I remember when me and Briggsy were talking about academy, and I mentioned your name, and I was like, I want to try and get him back, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Why did you take the academy? Because I've always wondered this. I've always wanted to know why you accepted to do the academy. 
because I'm considering, not, I'm not considering your resume previously and stuff like that. Because I'm not an egotistical person, and I'm, and I know that for me to achieve what I want to achieve, I have to, I have to potentially drop down a level and build myself back up, rather than I'm not, I wasn't going to come into Premier Battles and sit there and say, right, who have you got for me, and then Riggsy to say this person or what, not, 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 not big enough. I'm going to have to go for someone else. And one thing, one thing I will say is everyone I've ever offered you. I mean, I've always tried to look at who you've battled previously and gone, right, he's battled him, he's took a win. This is the next step up. I've always tried to make sure it's a progression thing. With any battle yeah. in Prem, like, if you win, your next shot's a progression. Um, you've never, I don't think you've ever turned anyone down that I've offered. Like, as right. long as it makes sense, you've done it, which is a credit to you. You've never turned around to me and gone, nah, he's not worth like, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not that way inclined and, the, the opponents that I get offered are like a ref, I, I see it as a reflection of how you currently value me. So if someone does give me an opponent that does that I feel it doesn't reflect my current like value in the in the scene, then I will of course turn it down. The reason why I went for the academy is because I wanted to get straight back into a competitive environment. I wanted to get into a really um a, a judge's a judge's decision and a mentality that I have to go and win. And if I if I lose, then the repercussions are, are, are larger than if I was to just do promo battles on on little cards. Do you know what I mean? It was important yeah. for me to get. It was important for me to jump straight back into something that actually matters, so I could build build myself back up. And that's that's what I did. And I didn't win the academy, but the again the learning process was was massive for me because it, it's made me evolve even more than what than what I would have done if I'd just done a couple of fucking tiny events bottom of the card kind of thing. What was it like what was it like obviously coming back into the academy and then going out again in the semi-finals because I I remember that battle pretty clearly because obviously that was in the attic in the vape shop wasn't it? Um yeah. you and Milka and everyone was sort of saying the winner of this will go on and win the tournament. Obviously visual was still killing it. But because I think because of the Grazano show at the time, people just forgot visuals in the tournament. Yeah. Um, and then I remember your battle happening and everyone was like, I don't know who's won that. And someone said to me on the day, who would you give it to? And I said, I'd give it to Milka just because of, I think Bizzo wrote better than Milky. He had better material, but Milky just held the room. Um, and I've always said to anyone, like, if a judge battle happens, just win the room. Don't worry about the footage, win the room because it'll go down as a win. The footage speaks for itself after, and you'll always get people going, he won or he won, like, good because the fans anyway. Um, but your, I've, I've said this to you anyway, whenever you've asked me, like, your material, even back in the don't flop days, was always fire. The only thing you ever lacked, real, not even lacked, but it just wasn't winning your battles, was the performance element, like, holding a room, making people fuck with you for three rounds, which is hard to do. It's a talent. Um, and I think that's come out of you since then. I think the uh, who did you battle on the first undisclosed? Deviant. 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 That's when it first started coming out of you, and then it was Sam Hypes, wasn't it? Now, do you know what it was, right? That mil the, the Milky semi final, right? I feel like I beat myself a little bit. I do think Milky was good, and as he, and I do think he won the rap the, the crowd over. He did a couple of. He got obviously a bigger reaction from he did a, a Preston hotel manager scheme yeah. on me, but um, 
that that effectively that effectively went down really well in the room. The thing that again, I'd never battled in a room, a quiet room before ever, and I know Milky hadn't, but I hadn't ever done that, and I, and it was a it was a, a hurdle for me because I didn't know how to how to gauge what what my material was going to be like. Yeah, and again, it worked in my favour because. When I had that battle, although I lost, um, and, I, and I had a couple, I had a couple of trip ups in my second round. But my material was 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 crazy for Milky. Like, if anyone goes and watches it and listens, actually listens to what I wrote, like some of it's just mad. And um, the, that set that then set me up ready for when we did Apex when I battled Sam Hypes in yeah. a similar environment. And if I hadn't have, I hadn't have battled Milky on the semi-final in that room, who knows how I would have performed against Sam Hypes? And then I probably, and then from that, I might not have got an entry into the Anarchy tournament. And from there, I wouldn't be where I'm sat now. I think so you and Sam all, Hypes on Apex. Journey, you and Sam Hypes on Apex for me was like when a lot of people went bizzles fire. Like not just people that fucked with you anyway, but like the general audience. You can see it in the comments on YouTube, like people just started to go, yo, this was sick. Like, there's always fire. And Sam Hypes, like, Sam Hypes really made a name from that battle in the eyes of Prem anyway. Like, you two put on a battle there where all the staff was like, that could be battle of the night. Like, and you was like Ooh. first or second on, weren't you? Um, yeah, first on. That's what I mean. In a quiet room as well. Like, when I say quiet, there was... Besides the battlers, there was what five staff members in there. Top. Yeah, man, it was it was literally like empty. It was it it was literally a quiet room. And so uh, was, sorry, mate. No, go on. No, I was gonna say. So, what was it like going off? I mean, obviously, you made the Apex card, even though it was a quiet room anyway, which is sort of the card everyone wants to be on. Um, so then going into the Anarchy tournament, like. I still remember the day you hit me up and you was going. This is before Sam Hype's battle as well. You was like. I have to be in this tournament. What do I have to do? And I literally said to you, beat Sam Hypes and you'll get in the tournament. And uh, you, you did it and you went in the tournament and ended up winning the bastard thing. Um, what was that like? What was it like anyway, getting into yeah. the tournament? As Like you say, you've been in the top eight, you got knocked out. You've been in the uh, academy series, you got knocked out. Now you was going into the biggest tournament in your battle career. Um, what was that like? Um, I was I was mad excited, man. I, I the when I say like I want these big plays and I want these big opportunities. This was this was like the biggest one I've been offered in in a number of years. Um, prior, I, I think the top eight tournament is probably the only the only bigger thing, based on how popular Dolphat was at the time, and the yeah. prize was to to get an international battle and headline an event or whatever it was. This was this was this was massive and. Um, I knew that if I could get into it, I'd take it with both hands. And I knew there'd be a lot of people that were in it that probably wouldn't take it as seriously as I would. Uh, and, I, and I saw an opportunity to to tick some battle rap bucket list things off for me, which I've, I've managed to do three now in yeah. the space of one year, which that would never have happened if... If any of my if any of my journey hadn't have happened, this wouldn't have this wouldn't have happened. Do you know what I mean? So it's very um, it's very re rewarding for me uh, that yeah. I've managed to that I've managed to actually do it. You know, was there any battle in the tournament that you was worried about, or any even when you was in the battle? Like, was there anyone you thinking? Because obviously, what a lot of people don't remember as well is 
when when it was you and Matt, or the stream went down. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, again, it was a the whole the whole process was a bit of a was a bit of a roller coaster for me. I, I was supposed to battle Terminal in the first round. I wrote my three rounds for him, uh, and then he pulled out, and then Dean said, "Oh, I'll step in because I think Hulk had pulled out or Hulk got removed or whatever." Yeah. Um. So we battled each other. Um. And then I was, mate. I wasn't. I wasn't bothered about anyone in the tournament. There wasn't anyone I was like worried about facing, um, because for me, the bigger the opponent, it was the it was the bigger opponents that I was more wary of. Like your Bobby Rexes, your Kojes, your Lazy Ass Jack, your Matters, your Rivers, um, even in yourself as well. Um, so they're the ones that I was most wary of. But but I knew that that would bring a better level out of me and. Yeah, that's what that's that's how I approached it. I, I knew that if if I was going to have to beat one of the best people in the tournament, I'm going to have to actually really step it up, which which I've done every single round. Like I, the the LSD performance, I thought was was. I mean, I completely whitewashed the battle. I feel I I, I don't think there's any yeah. there's any argument over it. I think that's um, when a lot of people went, "Yo, Bizzle's here." Yeah, we noticed that as well as that. Was, like, yeah, that was my like that was my like signal of intent for the whole tournament. Um, yeah. Because I'm Dean is is a great um, a great writer and he, he he can rap really well. But I always had this thing in my head that he wasn't as asked about it as I was, and I just use that as my energy. Like I want this more than you, so I'm coming and taking it off you. I don't care how many triple syllables you've got rhyming throughout the whole round yeah. I'm, I'm my content will beat your content and it yeah it did like that that battle i think the fan vote was like 93 percent to seven percent i think it was the highest one it yeah. was the highest of the tournament my, um, mate the whole, yeah, the the whole tournament the whole tournament just was crazy in my favor like, I, like i'm so grateful for like all the fans who who tuned in you know and and kind of and kind of supported me throughout it it's 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 a mad it's been a mad experience for me to to, to win the whole thing um, yeah, yeah, it's just been crazy, bro. Well, that was going to be the my next sort of question. Like, <laughs> I remember when the confetti cannon went off. I didn't know it oh, nearly bro. hit you, but um, I thought you started crying. That's when they seen you do that. I thought he's crying. No, nah, do you know um, what? I put my hands on my head like because I was in shock, and then because uh, I was in shock, I wasn't. This is the like when you're battling on Twitch, yeah, and all the judges go away, and you're getting all the the decisions and whatnot, like. That particular battle, because I knew the importance of it, I walked off to the end, other end of the room because I didn't want to hear any whispers behind me about like, oh, who's giving it who? Is he giving yeah. it to him? I didn't want to hear anything. So I walked off on my own and I sat I sat on my own for a bit and I was just thinking like, I hope I've done enough here. Because Bobby's material went really well in the room um, at room, the time. Yeah. And I was thinking, and it was the same with Matter as well. When I battled Matter, his first round in the room, the, the, the room like erupted. And I got absolutely nothing. And I know the stream went down, and I know like half the people went upstairs to sort the stream out and whatever. Um, but I, at the time, I was thinking, oh shit, I don't think I've got enough here. I don't, I don't think I've done enough. Um, but it, going back to my previous years within within rapping, like that Milky performance, for example, when I didn't feel like I was getting anything out of the people in the room, it was making me stumble and making my yeah, making yeah. my whole performance be affected from it whereas with the matter one i persevered through it all as if nothing nothing was affecting me so again you can say like that that part of the the whole journey to here is is was was necessary um 
But yeah, I put my hands on my head because I was shocked that I'd won. And then whoever had the confetti cannon it was, was like a foot was like a foot away from me and like <laughs> whammed it off. <laughs> and I was like, fucking hell, like like, like that. <laughs> It's a proper shit yeah, it was at the time. And then Rick got a picture. It was better be me, so. uh, be me with a confetti cannon. But because I was trying to sort the judges out, I said to Briggs, I was like, no, you don't have to give it to someone else. And then somehow Mike ended up with it. And yeah, I just man. remember the moment when it went off. And I thought, I thought the same as Briggs. I thought, is he crying? Because well, I, I was stood in the middle. I didn't see the confetti cannon. All I saw was biz like that. But then I seen him do that. And I thought, he's crying. But then I was dying to turn to the, uh, Jamie on camera and go, Get the emotion shot. Get that's the sex. Get the sex. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he wasn't. It was just a confetti cannon. Bro, when mate afterwards, I was just, like, I couldn't really talk to anyone because I was just in shock about the whole thing. But I think there was just a massive sense of relief as well, like because yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, from December twenty twenty, I've battled every eight weeks for the for the whole year, man. Like. And this will be this will be my this will be like my seventh seventh consecutive battle uh, in just over like just over twelve months, and I was just that tournament was just draining was not in a bad way but it it was just like it was a lot I mean, yeah well, as soon I mean well, there was eight weeks between each between each round maybe 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 one or two more in certain rounds but it was a case of right. You through to the next round, go home, start prepping for this one, get yourself ready for the next one. That's how I that's how I took every battle. I went straight home and the next day I was even saying to myself, I'm gonna have a week off here and I just couldn't do it. I was like, No, I've got to start prepping for this next one now. So that's what that's what I've done throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Um Mate, yeah, it's shown man. in the end though. It's show it's shown in the end, like so I mean your next battle, obviously you've got the title match, but then the prize of the tournament was going to King of the Dot. Um mm-hmm. Have you got your eyes on anyone going to King of the Dot, or is it just more of the experience or what you're looking for from it? It's a bit of both, really. I think. I think the more I think about it, when I go over there, I do think I've des- I deserve, um, I deserve someone of, of like a moderate stature. I'm not going to say calling out the biggest top tiers over there, but at, at all. But mate, well, you've had a few call outs already. You've had like yeah, man. That's that's eight, what I was thinking. Like, deal, Mad, Mad Flex, Mad Flex, Real Deal, Fate. Um, I've had some mad mad names like message me um, about it. So it's all it's all very like humbling. Like I'm very I'm very like just to be like associated with them now is yeah. this is just part of the like the relief I've got. You know, like to to actually all the, all the hard work has led to me actually getting notice off these particular people. So that's all I've wanted. That's why I wanted to be in the tournament in the first place. So yeah, yeah man, I'm yeah. I'm I'm buzzing. I, I genuinely as long as the a name that I feel will offer moderate exposure to me yeah. because I think that's the one of the most important things. I don't want to go and do a battle over there that's only going to get like five, six thousand views and kind yeah, of like of put a dampener sense. on, put a dampener on the trip kind of thing. I want to kind of go over and really show out and put a performance yeah. on, but I want the other person to do exactly the same for me. So, well, you had a you had a little New Jersey twerk follow, didn't you? Oh yeah, Twerk followed me. Yeah, that was fucking mad as well. <laughs> and yeah. what's what's that like? I mean, obviously, I get it from the point of view of a league owner now. So you get like battle rappers you watch for years that will follow you because obviously for me it's business. Whereas the following you based off the performances from a tournament, they might have yeah, never man. seen you before. The, the the one that got me by surprise was three sixty. 
360 yeah. followed me and that just I was just like that's fucking mad that because I've watched all of his battles on King of the Dot World Dom and stuff and I was just I was blown away and he was like messaging me saying like how good the performance was and stuff and it was just it was just mad and Mad Flex has tweeted me and um, I've had a few other people like reach out to me privately Real Deal sent me a voice note like the day after yeah. Um, so yeah man it's just been it's been crazy and it, it, it's very it's a surreal feeling to, to, to have it but it's just it's it's driving me on to carry on you know what I mean it's like yeah. like now I've got a taste for it like I can I can like feel feel the top tier almost and like I'm now it's just a case of like reaching it and like really taking taking it with both hands which I've no doubt I'll do at the moment with the way the way I'm feeling and stuff yeah mate we're looking forward to it well before we get into like sort of wrapping it up with the fans questions got a couple more questions that are not quick fire but just questions um but before I do that I just for people that don't know you, this is Bizzle's resume, right? This is an impressive resume. Yeah, so we've got LSD. Obviously, I'm not going to read everyone because some of them are not impressive. <laughs> we've got LSD, P Soldier, Lazy Ass Jack, Tale, Cole J, Kid Verbal, Heretic, Sleepy G, Sean O'Mac, Raptor, Seuss, Slester, Milker, Sam Hypes, Matot, Aiko, Bobby Rex, and soon to be unanimous. That is a resume, mate. Yeah, it's all right, though, isn't it? It's mad when you look when you read it back. Yeah. Like that is an impressive resume. It's a lot of them battles as well. That, I, that obviously I didn't win all of those, um, but there are a few that I'd love to run back. Um, yeah, I'd absolutely love to to go again with, um, and actually have a really actually have a real. They can actually perform against a proper a proper biz or bomb man. So we'll see what happens in the future. Definitely. Well, um, right, I'm gonna fire some questions at you and then we'll get into the the fans questions and then we'll wrap it up, mate. So hit me. What was the worst moment in battle rap for you? The hundred percent the L S D battle uh, for Don't Flop Sunburn. Horrendous. What, what, one opponent uh, what sorry, one opponent you wish you never battled. Heretic. I, I find a feeling you say that. Uh, has there been a booking that you've turned down, but you wish you would have done? Um, no. One UK dream matchup for yourself against a UK opponent. Yeah, Tony yeah. D. Tony D. Um, one UK dream matchup that doesn't include yourself. Um. Soul versus Shotty. I think we all want to see that, don't we? I'd love to see that, man. Um, which battle? That. Which battle did you learn the most from? I would probably say, <laughs> um, I'd probably say lazy ass the lazy ass Jack battle that I did, just solely because. It was just such a, a, like a, right, you've, you've really got to sort your shit out kind yeah. of thing. That was the because one where you go, shit, I need to My material, down. my material for, for him was, was so good, man. Like, I was really pleased with it. And it just, I just fucking, it was just, it was just exactly the same as, um, as all the previous defeats that I had. So, yeah. Um, 
who was the big who gave you the biggest body in uh heretic and who was the biggest body that you caught in your opinion um probably a acre i'd say maybe um yeah that was i mean that was clean wasn't it yeah yeah um yeah i think yeah i think that's probably that's probably the the biggest one most recently anyway i mean when i beat tally that everyone said how much of a like three oh that was but yeah that was ages ago and i don't really i don't really look back too much on on all of that 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 kind of like era of my battle rap career to be yeah um one thing if you could change about the scene it's a good question cheers mate It's gonna be one of these now. Fucking... I just want to. I just want to see like less politics, man. I want to see battle. I want to see it thrive, especially in the UK scene. I want to see the best names against the best names. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to see um, like egos and money get in the way of great entertainment. You know what I mean? I want to see. I want to see people outside properly and and doing it for the right reason, doing it for the love of the scene, not, not yeah. to earn a, a few quid, you know what I mean? And give us one unexpected opponent that you'd like to face, maybe a matchup that you think, I'd, I like him, but people probably won't expect it. Maybe someone who's not even like, not, not, not at your level, but just needs a couple more battles to get there. Oh, right, below me, below me, you mean? Yeah, like who would you if you if if we did a card now where you had to give a shout out to someone who would you like it to be? Maybe uh, visual. Um, I think that'll be a fire battle. Yeah. Um, yeah, below me, I'd probably say him. Um, I do rate Moke a lot. I think Moke's going to be a very big problem in a few yeah, in, a, in, a, in a year or so. Um, yeah, so, so they're, they're the two that are standing out to me at the moment. Um, do you, did you want above them or not? No, that's fine. That's fine. All right. Sweet. And um, lastly, if you did a two on two, who would your partner be and who would you like to face? Oh, that's a good question. Um, what, just a dream, just a dream two on two? Yeah, if you could pick anyone now, and then you go against anyone you want. I'd love to do a two-on-two two with Shotty. That'd be sick. Um, I'd that that'd be like a that'd be like a dream two-on-two. Two. I haven't really given two-on-two two-on-two as much thought, uh, mm. but yeah, um, yeah, man. Again, against I don't I don't, I don't know who who. Uh, I'd like to see again. you and Shotty against A Ward and Loso. Oh, yeah. Be, yeah, man. That would be sick. That'd be for the writers. That that would be a crazy battle, right? Loso is actually the Loso is actually like one of my dream matchups. Like if I was, you know, if I ever got to the stage where right, we're going to give you a top international. <laughs> like I'd love to battle Loso. So twenty twenty two then, yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Just give me just give me eight weeks after you, you know. <laughs> I'm saying it now. I'd make that happen. Um, that, you know, fire. That, that would be like that's that's one of my like my dream my dream matchups. 
I think Low Soul would be crazy for you. I think Mad Flex would be crazy. I think Real Deal would be fire. There's loads, mate. Fate. I, I like Fate. You know, we spoke about Fate before the Anarchy tournament even happened. You know, I would like to see you against as well. I don't, I don't know if it makes sense right now, but Blaine. I knew you were going to say that. He's fucking fire, but I think he needs one or two more battles over here just to build up. Get his name up, yeah. Yeah. Um, but as a writer perspective, that'd be crazy. Um, right, before we wrap up, mate, a couple of the quick fire fans. Shout out to everyone that's locked in as well. Like, yeah, man. Like, click subscribe, leave a comment. Let us know where you want us to get on next. We're going to try and do this weekly. Um, or, you know, we potentially might even be doing a couple a week. Depends on availability and stuff. But, right, Troy Owens. How many takeaways have you bought with your winnings? <laughs> Too many to count, lad. Love a, love a jerk chicken burrito, mate. Living off them at the moment. Uh, Bizzo, if you battled Koji, how many rounds would you win and why is it none? Yeah. <laughs> Be seeing you soon. Oh, aye. Oh, uh, let's see. If he, if he beats George, he will, uh, we'll have a look. We'll have a set. We'll have a set. I'm looking forward to that battle. Mm. Right, sorry, I'm just scrolling while we're doing this. Um, shout out to everyone that's locked in as well. Shout out to Smoke Kings, Wiretap, all the media channels. You, Nan, you Nan's locked in as well. Big up, champ. Um, yeah. let's have a look. Oh, Patrick Crow, did Tally do the slogan? When yeah, that's where, that's where it originated. Oh, against you, is it? Yeah, that's interesting as well because, like. I, I bet the crowd wouldn't have knew it, would they? Where does no, it says it now on the crowd or pop? No, he didn't get much. He didn't get much reaction on the day for, for it. Yeah. But yeah, he, he, he used it for the first time there. Unless he used it in the battle before, but no one's seen the footage of it. Um, Stooky23? Hey, guys. Huge congrats to Blizz. Your rise has been incredible. How does it feel to be currently top three in the UK? I'll rate that. I'll rate that. I'd say so. I'd say so. I'd agree with that. It's a nice comment, isn't it? It is, yeah. Thanks, Stooky. Getting some love in the chat as well, man. Bizzo, fire off, following ever since we've been a chat with Rep. Mr. Rebs. Old school, that. Preston Grimes <laughs> scene. Try, big up the caretaker. Biggest Bizzo fan since the jump. Always frustrating me when you couldn't get it, but now you're getting it, and I'm still here for it. Is on about battle material there, or women? Cooper, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Academy finalist. Base, how long before a battle do you lock your rounds in? Early as possible, bro. Early as possible now. I know a lot of people don't do it that way, but I literally will start prepping as soon as I can. As soon as I've got three rounds, I'll start reciting them. And then once I've gotten yeah. to the point where I can recite them in my head or just run them off under my breath kind of thing, then that's when I feel like I've got it I've got it down for the tea and that's when I feel like I'm most comfortable. And that's it. Yeah. That's the biggest thing for me over the last year is getting to that stage because I've never used to get that far. That's good. Um, two seven has said, "Who in the scene do you think is the most?" This is interesting. Who who deserves the first title shot if you was to win the belt from unanimous? Listen, right. This this if I if I beat unanimous, then this, the battle means a hell of a lot for the next one. Not just because it's the first defense, but I also break that longest win streak and stuff and I want to do it against the best the best in the in the scene so it's hard to, it's hard to say based on who's been 
who's been consistently winning because I don't feel like there are a lot of people with like two, three consecutive wins in PB at the moment. Um, that are, that are probably title shot worthy. Do you know what I mean? Especially so, ones that you've not battled, like yeah, Slester, uh, visuals unbeaten. Um, who else is there? It's not that many, man. There's not that many. I think Sam Hypes. I think Sam Hypes are like four, but you've battled Sam Hypes recently. Um, the one that's yeah. pushy, but there's not that many. Yeah, a lot of people, have, especially with the Anarchy tournament, a lot of people took losses. Like I was unbeaten in Premier Battles until the Anarchy tournament, um, and it was a couple. Mato was seven battles undefeated until he yeah. faced himself. You're joint now, aren't you? Seven? Is it seven? You both on you and Mato? No, I'm on six. You know, six. six. I think. I mean, this will be, if you beat you, that'll be seven. And, and then, anyway, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's impressive, mate. That's impressive. Just think if if the Milky Battle would have gone the opposite way, you would have been the most. Yeah. Well, you'd have been undefeated on probably battles, wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Big up okay, man. Made his debut the other day. Very impressive. Um, Bizzo, who else impressed him would make a good battler? Um, there's an artist called Skeps from Preston who's a very very talented rapper he's whether or not he'd be he'd be able to translate into a ring but yeah I'd probably say him he's a good he's a good friend of mine so um, put it to him mate if he's a good friend put it to him yeah I don't know what he's doing nowadays <laughs> he's a good friend but I don't know what he's doing nowadays yeah well <laughs> busy being I think he's champagne I'm too busy for this <laughs> But yo, looking forward to seeing your next battle, bro. Uh, unanimous for the title. Uh, Apex tickets are on sale as well now. Premier yeah, Battle.club. Um, obviously, we've just announced the first battle for All the Smoke as well in December, uh, which is Visual versus Frankie Fraser. And then, uh, yeah, that'll see the year out. And then 2022, we've got a stack of incredible things coming. But the most important thing is Bizzle. Title shot with you, Nan. Go King of the Dot. And then we see where we are from there, my bro. But appreciate you coming on and getting us back on our feet with the podcast as well, mate. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. It's been uh, it's been emotional. It has, hey, your journey's been. It's not just you. Your journey. Has the been whole thing, mate. The whole thing. Stooky's asking if we're doing an event in Leeds. Just make sure there's no fucking weddings on. No, now is the perfect time for bagpipes. Stooky, we yeah. are going to do an event in Leeds, mate. We did plan to do. And it'll be called um, bagpipes and bagpipes, dad. We meant to do September undisclosed yeah, too, wasn't it? Yeah, it was September. Um, but yeah, we just had trouble with COVID locking venues in May. But next year, you know, God forbid COVID goes away, we'll get back on the road. Manchester's only an hour away. Manchester's only an hour away from Leeds. So get yourself to Apex, all right? Exactly. Get on the bus, lad. Get on you the Coop. Coop will be running somewhere. Yeah, Coop's mini buses. But yeah, I always mention that. I just find it funny, man. Love it. Make sure you do it's click so subscribe. Funny. Anyone that is listening via audio podcasts on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever you consume your podcast, head over to PremierBattles.club, get your event tickets, your merch, and obviously the YouTube channel is on there so you can watch the visual of this as well. But we'll be back very, very soon. I'm going to try and get Bobby Rex and Raptor on for the next episode ahead of Apex where they battled Shuffle T and Marlow in the headline of the event. But shout out to everyone. Make sure you go watch the new Cooper Robin HD battle. Balski and Yana both dropped on the channel over the weekend. And uh, I need, we need a sign off, don't we? We'll see you on the flip side.